Hello and welcome back to Undecided. I am Richard Lake. I'm Clay Giles. And this is the podcast about everything. Including the universal language. Universal language of music. Of music. So today is the music episode. Um we're you know, cue the sprinkling star sounds. St- sprinkling star sounds. Yep. We're very excited about this one. We are very excited about this one. I'm very excited about this one. And I think it's a good thing because it has made us narrow down because we always talk about oh like oh, who's your favorite artist or who's your favorite rapper who's what's blah blah, blah 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 you know what I mean yeah and I feel like you know we have so many but this one really made me sit down and just make a list oh I made a list too yeah but we're only going to talk about like five 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 yes five my top five artists right now has twenty people on it so we're not going to go into that much but I just I wrote everything down and I just arranged from there so today we're going to go over our top five artists. Our top five albums okay. and our top five songs from Clay, Jeff, and me. It's gonna be good. It'll be very good. So, and we're very excited. And I think I just want to talk about like the, the list making process. How did it go for you? My list making process has been an open note I want no mm-hmm. Same. and writing things down and then deleting them. Yep. Yep. So you went the route of writing down twenty. I literally wrote down like first thing that came to my mind. I was just like. Who do I like? And I wrote it down, and then I just kind of rearranged it. Right. Well, that, that's why I have 20. Jeff, how was... Jeff, how was your list making process? Um, well, sort of about five minutes ago. Right. Was it that easy? It really was. It really was. Really? Very consistent. Yeah, for me, when it was like, because I had a broad range, or like once I eat, you want to say it, and I say it, and it took me like, the hardest part, the album was a lot easier than I expected, but the artist in the song was fun. And I think it was funny, because like, I kept saying before we started recording, but like, I started to feel bad. Like, I was like, do I really put them as six, or them as five, and do I drop down them to six and put them as five? And it was like, that was me believing everything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's been difficult you know. for me. But I feel like I went with all time favorites. Right. We're gonna put in yeah. some. We're gonna put in like at the end talk about what we're listening to now and like some um some uh, honorable mentions. So it'll be good. So Clay, let's start it off. You ready? Okay. Top I'm five. Ready. Top five artists. We're gonna do artists, albums, then song. It's gonna go Clay, Jeff, and then me. Um. So yeah, Clay. Who is your number one? Or no, let's start from five. Start from, five. Start from five. Okay, start from five. Yeah, number okay. five. Before I start my list. Yeah. Because I didn't write it out, it is kind of influenced about not like what I'm listening to right now, mm-hmm. but like setting down favorites. I listen to so much music, right? And I cycle through everything right. so much. I just can't have favorites, like without even thinking about it. Yeah, like you just kind of just just play music. You I, just play I, I, I play music, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna listen to country music for two hours. Like, right? I like country music, but then. I'll, I'll never like, and then you'll see my list. And right. I, then I listen to these things too. I, right. I'm very broad on it. Okay. So I don't want to, when I make this list, like all time favorites slash like what I'm really right, listening right, to right, 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 now. right, right. And, but I have been listening to these for like a while. These okay. are very consistent. Okay. So that's why I kind of picked like my most listened consistent, mm-hmm. like artists, albums and songs. Okay. So I, that's how I based it off. Okay. Perfect. Right. So number five artists. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Frank Ocean. 
Number five? Yes, Frank Ocean. Number five is Frank Ocean. Okay. I love Frank Ocean so much. Okay. And I really didn't get big into him until Blonde came out. Yeah. And when Blonde came out, you know, you'll yeah. like very like fantastic album. A lot of people agree. Like, I don't know. It, everyone's listened to Blonde. I mean, right. Not everyone listened like, you know, past like Frank Ocean, mm-hmm. or, like, you know, think, like Thinking Orange, like all that. So I really got big into him, and that was like. It sent you over the edge. It sent me over the edge. Frank, right. I listened to like one of my very consistent like favorite artists. Yep. Okay. I'm not going to say anything about mine. Yeah. I, I, it's very hard. I want to be surprised. Okay. Number four. Who is it? Daniel Caesar. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Okay. Daniel Caesar. I like him a lot. Um, Freudian. Um, is that how you say it? I think it's Freudian. Freudian? As in like Freud. As in, oh. I'm, that, I'm completely guessing. Look, my passion's there. I, I, right. I, I like that album. Right. Beautiful album. And I don't know, just like another big... I've I've kind of like always like listened to him and not like right. obviously you can start to see like kind of like my favorite genre. Yeah, it's already formed. Yeah, and yeah, kind of a little bit. I just I listen <laughs> to a lot of music and yeah. these are the most consistent. But yeah, Daniel Caesar. So Frank Ocean, then Daniel Caesar, the number yeah. three, Foo Fighters. Ooh, okay. Love me some Foo. That Fighters. was like yeah, the uh, the Foo Fighters like the first like band. Clay keeps shocking me with his choices though. Really? I'm not. I don't know what to expect from Clay. Well, about the music. Foo Fighters, I've been a fan of since yeah. I was old enough to even recognize. Well, that's the thing. Like the Foo Fighters were the first band I kind of like realized, and I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I, I wasn't like, I, I think I was too young to be like into them. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, yeah like, I'll, yeah, I like Dave Grohl's a legend. I say I was, I was probably too young to be into them at one point. But that was when my dad was listening to them heavy. Right. So with them listening to it heavy, both my parents listening. My parents were really big into Bon Jovi, Eagles, right, uh, Foo Fighters, um, basically like. 70s, 80s, 90s, like rock. Yeah. Like all the way through, like die hard. But then they also listen, like my mom loves country music. Right. And like they, very like kind of mixed, but you you can assume. So like that's where it came from. Like I grew up listening to a lot of Eagles, Foo Fighters, Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith. Right. That's why I grew up listening to and still my favorite state. I listen to all the time. Right. Okay. Bump it a bum. This is number two? Number two. Oh boy. I mean, you can guess it. Mac Miller. Yeah, okay, it's Mac. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought, yeah. Obviously, greatest ever do it, mm-hmm. ever will do it. Ooh. Right. Mac Miller. Hot <laughs> take. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't I'm disagree to a sense. Yeah. Well, he's number two on my list. Number two. But obviously, I don't have to. I mean, I'll go into albums later. Right. But but yeah, Mac can definitely be. Yeah. Yes. But all the discographic, like, some of the best, like, storytelling. Oh, and, yes. Uh, and just smooth and just. I really, always one of the first artists I recommend. When like yeah. someone hasn't heard Mac Miller or like trying to get like an idea of like where their music taste is at, maybe start there. Yeah, definitely. Because he Mac has su- he had such a huge fan base that was just it was beautiful. It really was. Okay, yeah. let's go to number one. Who is number it? One. Drop it on us. Are oh you ready? Boy. Am I ready? Yeah. Who is it? Drake. Oh, mm. the boy. I grew up listening to Drake. Drizzy. That was Drizzy. One of the first albums I listened to was Take Care. Yeah. And I've, I've told this story before. <laughs> I have a buddy named Iger. Mm-hmm. And we would sit in his garage playing Xbox, playing 2K. And his older brother was burned, like, Take Care off of the internet somewhere, like, onto a CD. And then loaded it onto the Xbox. So it was literally the only music, like, access to music we had. Like, we had iPods, but, like, we didn't have speakers. It was for different. Our iPods, right, like, yeah, it was a different time. Like, yeah. a different time. 
And so we would listen to that album on repeat playing 2K. That is so funny. For hours. That is the most stereotypical thing I've ever heard, and I love it. You know what I mean? It's just like 2K and like Drake. Like 2K and Drake, it's very stereotypical. Right. No, it's, yeah, that's what it is. That was a good portion of my childhood. Absolutely. Playing 2K with my friends. Right. So that's so funny. What I do feel like Drake is kind of our, I'm not going to say our generation's artist, but it's like, He's definitely one of the biggest artists of this. Generation. And and he kind of like like people like remember when when his albums came out and they remember mm-hmm. like when he dropped the discharge on Meek Mill and it was like the biggest thing like when Back to Back came out it was yeah. crazy and it's only growing exactly and he's just gotten bigger. We'll talk about that. Yeah. But uh, Jeff, top five artists. Wow. Let's hear it. Who is so, number five artist? I'm gonna my first my first number five uh, is gonna come from my music standpoint. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He is a musician. Let's let's get some backstory real quick. Jeff is very musically inclined. He plays guitar. You play piano. Mm-hmm. What, what else do you play? Drums, bass. Drums, bass. Yeah. Um, he's the music man here. Um, but yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so my f- five, my, my fifth pick is The Revivalist. Now, this is a band that Whoa. not many people have heard. You know? I've heard of The Revivalist. You do know. Do you, Richard? No. Um, the Revivalist are from New Orleans. Okay. And they're a very rock bluesy band. Okay. And they're very funky too. I like. Right. I really like funky. Like kind of slap music. bass. Because that like that just goes back to me seeing myself when I'm playing gigs. And right. When I'm trying to have that energy and that kind of the soul that's in the music, I really feel every bit of soul that's in their music. You know what I mean? And it's also funky. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it's really good. I'm pretty sure yeah. I've seen them at Levitt Shell in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Is it they, like their live sure? shows are just they're amazing. Is it a bunch of like slap bass and stuff like that? No, it's it's a bunch of very what's the word jazzy musicians like very professionally smart in music theory interesting and they all know what they're doing and the songwriting is just really good and you might like it if you listen right. to it that's a band I definitely wish more people heard huh. that's that's the one that's the one band I would say I wish more people knew you heard it is the first revivalist right? Right. First. but yeah the next four um, on my list are you could honestly interchange them right they're, they're it, just they're there yeah, yeah they're there um Number four. Uh, number four is going to be Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Solid. Love uh, me Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah, I love Kendrick Lamar. One of the greatest lyricists. I'm big. When it, oh comes, yeah. to, when it comes to hip-hop, I definitely like... And he won a Pulitzer Prize. I definitely... Yes. Did he? I didn't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, he won a Pulitzer Prize. His for album, To Pimp a Butterfly, is actually one of like three albums that is archived in the National Library of... Yeah. Yeah, something like Very that. Very accurately depicting yeah. um, mm-hmm. Black Life in America. Yeah, um, yeah Kendrick Lamar... I just, when it comes to rap, I like people who really focus more on the content oh yeah, than absolutely. the hype of it. I absolutely. do like to, you know, get down sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> right, yeah, there, there's a time for Migos, and then there's yeah, a time for, for like sure. J. Cole and Kendrick. For sure, for sure. Speaking of J. Cole, he's number three. Oh. <laughs> um, like I said, not really number three. These are all just right. my very top favorite. J. Cole, I would definitely say I like more than Kendrick, though. Okay. Because his music I has agree. just totally related. I relate to what he says. Right. You know what I mean? In every way. Number two, Mac Miller. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Mac Miller. I only. This is my biggest regret in life. (laughs) I only started listening to Mac Miller after he died. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And interesting. But then once I, that's you know what sparked me to listen, and I listened to his newest album, and I was like, whoa. Oh yeah. And then I'm. And then it just it's deep inside me the pain that I'm no. That's like that's it. You know. I, let, let's yes, let's yeah, say, like, yeah. I definitely understand like yeah. because like I grew up listening like oh, Blue, yeah. like Blue Slide Park was like the first I've ever heard of Mac Miller and loved it, and so growing up with Mac Miller, like kind of listening to all the albums like no all of them weren't my favorites like growing up but like always just on repeat like oh, always yeah. had that and, you know 
on like iTunes. I remember when, buying when we get album. to albums because oh, I yeah. I'm, all, I'm almost guaranteed what album. I feel like I'm gonna have more to say on albums. Definitely, definitely. And but like I, you have no idea. I, I have an idea. No, you don't. But uh, so that was number two. It was uh-huh. Mac. But uh, but my point of there being, we have a lot to say about Mac Miller. Definitely. So let's. Definitely. That'll be good. Okay. Then number one. This is not going to shock you at all. Oh, my God. You know, Say it's it. John Mayer. Let's go. John Mayer is my all-time favorite artist ever. Absolutely. And it's... And I'm going to get more into that in good. the albums, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. That's good. Um, I mean, I started listening to John Mayer. I think I was 13. That was right as I started playing music, too. John Mayer has been the top music influence on me. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Just in me growing up and learning and teaching myself, I know I can play, like, most of his songs, you know? But Absolutely. Yeah, that's my top five artist, Richard. All right. All right, Richard. Let's go. Top five. Number five, Tyler, the creator. Mm. He's number five for me. And it's literally, it's like, for me, he was number five because I had, originally my number five was going to be Travis Scott. But then I really started looking into it and I was like, I don't know. It's so hard. I don't know because I'm a huge, and then then at one point, my five was going to be Post Malone. But then again, I'm like, yeah, and I'll, I'll go into that. But like, Tyler is on my number five because the way that his sound has changed from when he was like a 16 year old yeah. just making stuff to what it is now a lot blows, of progression there. blows me away and just and honestly I saw the same thing with Mac Miller I mean like I was it is so unfortunate what happened because swimming album of the year but we're not gonna talk about, we'll, we'll wait for that for album, album but like, of the year it literally like it, the progression that he's gone on has been so interesting. You look, I mean, like, like Flower Boy after the album, the album before Flower Boy was just a complete 180, and it was beautiful. And it's, I have so much respect for him, uh, and and you know the progression wise and the stuff that he's that he's been doing. And Igor is just, it's beautiful. But anyway, number four, my favorite band actually, Rex Orange County, is my number four. They have a new album coming out on Friday, October 25th. I think midnight tonight. This is a Thursday. Yeah. Very excited for that. They they are the band that I wish more people knew about. I mean, they're getting up there, but like, mm-hmm. oh, they're definitely. Hopefully, with this next album, I love Rex Orange. They're County. so I, good. I found out about Rex Orange County two years ago. Yeah, it was like my s- in beginning of senior high school. I saw actually I found out about them. Complex, like the the media company Complex, they were doing this thing, and it was like our top five artists of the month, mm-hmm. and Rex Orange County was number one because they released their song "Love and Is Easy." And that like, kind of blew up. And I was like, oh, this sounds incredible. And then I just went down the rabbit hole and I've been down there ever since. So good. They're fantastic. But then my number three is the boy. It's Drake. Drake's number three. And like going into my Spotify, I have like 200 and something songs that are like Drake. And oh, I have every single album saved. Yeah. I mean, he's like, single. Like and I'm such a big fan, but it's like he, he fits a mood sometimes. And a lot of his stuff does fit a mood, but he's number three. Um, yeah, love the boy. And then number two, number two and one. Okay, number two is based off because of who number one is, obviously. But I have more to explain. My number two is John Mayer. Me and Jeff are the biggest John Mayer fans I know. It's true. He's amazing. I love everything that he's ever made. But my number one is Frank Ocean. I Words cannot express how big of a fan I am of Frank Ocean. And everything that he's done, and I'm going to get into it as we go farther into songs and albums and everything. But I guess, like, John Mayer, I had I had an issue with myself. I had an internal struggle with myself because there was a long time where I was like, oh, yeah, John Mayer is going to be my number one because it's John Mayer. But then thinking about it, I was like, I've, I've been listening to John Mayer so much recently. Um, I mean, I got the chance to see him live, which is amazing. And then, like, 
Frank hasn't released music in the past whatever. Yeah. And then he dropped the single DHL and now mm-hmm. I'm like all wrapped up into it and I re-listened to Blonde today and it was just <laughs> it was incredible. But yeah, that's my list. Frank is number 1. Let's go into songs. Let's Al- do it. Well, albums. Sorry, albums. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, albums. Let's do, al- let's do albums. Albums. All right. Clay. What is your number 5 album? You ready? I am. It's the Pimp a Butterfly. Ooh, okay. Elaborate. Fantastic album. And like like on points that we've mentioned, probably one of like the first times like I really, like I listened to a little bit of J. Cole. Obviously, I was already liking Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. I listened to a lot of Eminem growing up. Like, haha, funny white kid. <laughs> well, yeah, but it, yeah. <laughs> but like it was Eminem, like, it, like the old Eminem. I never like listened to like the um, Never Again album. Right. Never really listened to that. It was like the older stuff that I think everyone agrees is pretty good. Right. But growing up with that, it was like one of the, like Kendrick Lamar, like Pimp Butterfly was definitely one of the first ones that I don't know. Like I just started, I appreciated like rap music in a different mm-hmm. way. And because he approaches it in a different way, approaches it in a different way. And I've been a fan ever since. Right. And speaks for itself. How good of an album. Absolutely. No, absolutely. What's number four? You ready? I am. Blonde by Frank Ocean. Oh, obviously, if you haven't listened to it. Drop everything. Go listen to it now. Pitchfork's number one album. And the funny thing is, like, that was released three years ago. Yeah. And he just now released a new single. Mm-hmm. And I'll have more to say when it comes to my turn. But, yeah, go ahead. It would definitely be one of the... Please, go listen to it. Amazing album. Just the the music is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to describe it. Mm-hmm. And, the f- like, the story, you know. Yeah. Oh, the way yeah. that... Oh, the, 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 the writing and how, like how the beats almost they put you in like exactly where he was and you can like it's just out mm. fantastic mm. okay you number ready? three number three echo silence patience and grace by food fighters okay just is that the album cover with like the the plane now it's like side a side of a plane it's like a bomb right no yes you're right yes yeah, you're right it's yeah, a bomb yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. making me second guess myself that's the one with like the pretender on it and stuff yeah yeah I was like, every, I like, if you remember Foo Fighters being popular, you remember this album because right. that was. Well, I never like. There's a documentary about them playing at Wembley, mm-hmm. and like it was like the the biggest crowd, one of the biggest crowds ever. Like they sold out Wembley, and the thing is like, there's a huge documentary, and like the the biggest thing I remember about that was like their drummer got hot sauce in his eye mm-hmm. like 30 minutes before the show, and it's about like the, like you're playing in front of like 200,000 people, some I don't know the exact number, something like that, crazy amount of people, and I remember being like. Oof, that's <laughs> Foo Fighters or something else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just fantastic album. Like grew up with it, and I don't know. It's just always like a go-to album. That right. You know, like we all have those go-to albums that are where it's always going to be in rotation. Absolutely. Okay. Number two, "Take Care" by Drake. Mm. Obviously, I just I already mentioned an all-time classic. Good memories, a fantastic album. Mm-hmm. Obvi- like probably the catalyst for Drake's rise. Probably. One some classics on that album. There's some classics on the oh album yeah. that literally our whole generation knows. Right, and like b- both R&B and rap. R&B and rap, and people did, that just listen to like number one hits on the radio mm-hmm. know, know these songs. Absolutely. Oh, classic. That was all the way in 2011. Oof. Yeah. 2011. That was one of the first albums I listened to as well. The first kind of rap I've ever heard was mm-hmm. Take Care by Drake. And now we're just... Did you like bleed off know. into like Little Wayne and like all that after? I, I never got into Lil Wayne. I never and I'm I'm not a huge fan. My okay. 
I, I can't I'm not gonna say I can't say in Lil Wayne he's not my favorite yeah and I mean it's the voice but I, I've understand I, he's a great writer and I love what he's done for rap like yeah. he's w- one of the people that put rap on the forefront absolutely um, but I'm not the biggest fan I understand that yeah all right this is number one number one I, th- I think you know what it is I, I have two guesses two guesses all right well it's swimming by okay that was one of my two guesses just a fantastic oh, yeah. album like the story of it oh yeah and if you follow mac miller if you knew anything about his life just the how like how real that album was to oh, him yeah. and like listening to it you feel the emotion in it and the like hopefulness that he was going to beat what he ended like up dying from and oh i love it so much oh, yeah no it's a very it obviously looking back i mean in hindsight it's a very depressing album because yeah. it, it it's so, i mean but he takes you through this like whole journey of, of of what it's been like so far, and it's like I was so I love that album, and I was so excited to see what was gonna happen after. Definitely, yeah. just because he was on this path of like that's that's definitely what I meant when I was oh talking yeah. about it. It was like to know that that's where it left off, and that yes. he couldn't grow after that. That's really and, and the path that he was on was yeah. so incredible. Like like the song two thousand nine and uh, what's the use and jet fuel and that that whole album mm-hmm. is so beautiful and you, you you gotta jump in to swim <laughs> you just have to <laughs> no it, oh. and like small worlds oh it's just so good and it's like i highly recommend, I recommend listening to it because like especially i mean if you're a fan you've always knew but like just the things that he like went through it, he matured right in front of our eyes you know what i mean yeah. like right there and that album was him at just right over the hump yeah. right there he, he was on the he was on his way up and it should have won. It should have won. Should have won. It should have won out of the year. Let's talk about that after this segment. Yeah. Because oh my god, do I have some? <laughs> <laughs> still mad about it. All right, Jeff. All that's right. a solid list. Jeff, this, go ahead. This was my hardest list for sure. Okay. And most of these are definitely gonna be from my top favorite artists too. Right. But my top, my number five is the only one that's not from one of my favorite artists, and okay. that's actually "If You're Reading This, It's Too Late" by Drake. Really? That was the album that got me into really? Drake. Yeah. Really. I, it's interesting. I remember I, like I was album. like 14, 15. I was big into Minecraft at that time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd just play Minecraft with my friends and we'd all listen to to this album. What is simple? Oh, times were simpler. They definitely were. That, I think that's one of the things that I like about this album is it has a very chill and reminiscent But it Yeah, feel. but it also has like just those bangers. That it does have the bangers. Yeah. It does. It, they're soft bangers. It's not like right. they're well, trap songs bangers. Like, like Star 67. Exactly. Jungle. And you, oh. in, you in the Six. Yes. That one. Oh. Anyway. Star 67 was one of the very first Drake songs that I was like, I knew all the words to. Really? <laughs> and it opens up and it's like just like, mm. My first one was Headlines. I, I still know <laughs> all the words to Headlines right now. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah. That's a great song. Great song. Love that song. All right. Number that's number five. Number four. Four. Good Kid, Mad City mm. by Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I also love To Pimp a Butterfly. I would just have to put this one before it. And I, I match those two, both, you know, by the sounds mm-hmm. and by the content. They're both just on the same level. Oh, yeah. But for the storytelling in Good Kid, Mad City, I really enjoy it because Great he literally, album. he takes you just on this journey like you're sitting in the car with him as you're listening to it. And it's, it's got that feel from all the, you know, different things that are going on between songs and i like that well so even much. like i think with that like the fact that like little things like like he puts in like the the police sirens like in there yeah and he, yeah i mean he's he was honest and yeah. it's incredible and it's just 
he it, on, and where has Kendrick been? Also, we haven't heard anything from him. The only news I've heard about him is that he's he's rumored to be making an Air Force One with Nike right now. That's all that I've heard. Like I haven't heard anything else about him actually um, making anything new or doing yeah. anything. I, if that I've means waited, he might be working on something new, right? I'm I've cool been waiting it, for right. so long that I honestly am just gonna not worry about it until it happens. <laughs> Because I don't want to keep my fingers crossed because I don't know how long it's going to take. I've right. been waiting on Kendrick and J. Cole to do an album together f- for six years. Right. It's like Childish Gambino and Chance the Rapper. Their album that yep. has apparently been done for like nine years. It takes forever. <laughs> my number three is also going to be a, a double. Uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive mm-hmm. and KOD. Really? Okay. K- okay. Oh, KOD. I, it's an, I wouldn't say it's the most advanced of J. Cole's albums, but it's definitely the it's most... I would say it's the most pinpoint specific on a on a topic. Oh yeah, I definitely yeah, for sure. He attacked like the whole like clout culture definitely yeah. at its peak definitely, and, and, and the drugs stuff too. Oh yeah, that is so cool how he just uses the like real stories, right? Like in Friends, right? Or or once in well, actually all those songs, right? At the end, they're all stories, right? And just the beats, his producing. I don't know if he does his beats or I know probably does, works with other people too, but. I just really love the J. Cole songs and beats. Well, I think, like, the Easter eggs even in that, like, album cover of yeah. KOD. Yeah. And I think yeah. all these artists that we're saying, like, they, they put so much emphasis on the smallest things and make sure everything's perfect and it comes out perfect, which is, I have just the utmost respect for, like, musicians like that, the fact that they can continually do that again and again and again and again and again, like Kendrick and, and Cole and mm-hmm. all that. It's just, oh, it makes me happy. No, but Number the, the production on those albums. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unmatched. Yeah. Anyway, number two is swimming. Okay. I I only put this at number two because of what number one is. Right. You're going to agree. Okay. But swimming, for me, when I first heard swimming, and every single song down the whole list is like banger, banger, oh, yeah. banger. But yeah. they're all deep, too. And they all, oh, yeah. you feel it in your soul. Absolutely. Um, I like that. I like how it starts with Come Back to Earth uh-huh. mm-hmm. because it's such a... It's a moment where it's like, all right, listen up, you know? I'm back. <laughs> yeah, listen here, up. This is about to happen. So it goes on the end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, what a way to All right, I know album. I'm skipping, but this isn't on my songs list, but have y'all heard his Spotify single where he sings So It Goes? Acoustic? Is it acoustic? Is he plays is? the piano. Oh. Just him on piano. Oh, I think he, I have he heard sings. that before. Well, I mean, like, go look up his tiny desk. Yes, like, his tiny. Yep. Oh, my yep. God. It's mm-hmm. so pretty. And Tyler's Tiny Desk is good, and, and Anderson Pack's Tiny Desk is incredible. And I love Anderson Pack's Tiny Desk. And Mac Miller's Tiny Desk is beautiful. Yep. Her's Tiny Desk? Her's Tiny Desk. Oh. The whole NPR, their whole NPR music. You, one that shocked me, Lizzo. Her Tiny Desk. Is actually. it good? I haven't it's watched so it. It's so good. She's actually a super good singer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She played the flute? She did, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Why> <laughs> yeah. She plays the flute? Yeah. Yep. You didn't know that? On the no, time. She play, she'll play it at like festivals. I had no idea. And I think, like, I think did Daniel Caesar do a Tiny Desk? I, you know, I, know. I, I think I saw one. I definitely didn't watch it. I know it though. there's one from like 2012 with like Miguel, and it's so good. It's ridiculous. I was just listening to Miguel today. I'm definitely gonna watch that. Number one is Continuum oh. by John Mayer. Yeah, for reasons I can't even explain. <laughs> <laughs> um, just the the blues influence, mm-hmm. but you can't even tell it's blues music. But me knowing like all of this different stuff about music, it's he he's so. Fin- he finesses just oh yeah. different genres into what he plays and every single song it just has such a deep meaning and the melodies his songwriting is just one of my favorite things ever but I'm gonna pass it on to you Richard alrighty my number five album 
is Astro World. Really? It is. It is. And so I know like so it's, it's sometimes it's very hard to listen to Travis Scott. Absolutely. Yeah. And while I'm a huge Travis Scott fan, this was the first album where I I I I wouldn't I didn't have to skip through to be like, yeah. okay, like let's go. I didn't have to do that. Well as, you know, like Birds in the Trap, great album, but there's some songs where I'm like, okay, yeah. chill. Like just ease off a little bit. I understand. And Astro World and I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it was, you know, it was, it was, it was so hyped up for those two years from birds in the trap. And he made an album that was been able to listen to that music critics. are like, yeah, this is actually good. It has substance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, and it's something and it's, I'm, I'm not going to go as far to say it's mature, but it's, it, he, he took things from his childhood and he took things that he wanted. I mean, that's, I, th- I think there's definitely a lot of progression there. Oh yeah. From his past albums. Yeah. And it's like, and and even the writing, I know it's Travis Scott, like take it with a grain of salt, but like the yeah. writing was comparatively. I mean, it, it's so much better. I mean, in like stargazing. I mean, like even just the features. You got Drake and Frank Ocean on the same album. Yeah. How do you do that? And it's and production-wise, some of the best production I've ever heard. And he, he was, the fact that it was even good live, like Clay and I were both there for it. I mean, it was like live. And I think also this plays in like just just the whole way that they marketed that entire album and that tour and the merch and all of it was so beautifully done. All the money is spent on making roller coasters for yeah. that you can take to different stadiums. Exactly. What? It's crazy. And like, yeah, yeah. And, and like, and just even like songs, you know, RIP screw and, and, and skeletons and wake up with the weekend and, uh, Astro Thunder and Can't Say and Coffee Bean and it was something kind of original too because mm-hmm. Travis Scott has his lane but it was it was very much him and it was very authentic which I really enjoyed um, so yeah Astro number five and then number four this I have to explain a lot so number four is Battle Studies the John Mayer album Okay. and so I put him at four so here's the thing I love John Mayer and the reason I put a John Mayer album at four was so I wouldn't put John Mayer albums one through five <laughs> for my album <laughs> Definitely. list because like and i love every album and every album has a song that makes the album for me yeah so it 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 wouldn't be fair to the rest of the list and the rest of my music interests if i put that there but battle says are my favorite and the songs that make it for me are i mean who says war of my life edge of desire perfectly lonely i mean it's just who says God, so song. good beautiful so that's number four the number three um also not on my uh favorite artists is Coloring Book by Chance the Rapper. Fantastic album. Coloring Book one I think because it's a mixtape that won two Grammys. That and also I mean Coloring Book like reminds me of high school mm-hmm. and I remember that was just being you know like they're like the fun times of high school it was like Coloring Book and, and 2016 and that whole year for rap was so huge. Huge uplifting it, it was just a, it was a great year. It was an amazing year, year for music yeah. in general and that, that whole year was crazy. And I feel like it's also because like you know Chance had a somewhat of like a if you know you know kind of following for a while, mm-hmm. and you know he made stuff I mean, a, you know acid rap on SoundCloud and Ten Day and all that are classics yeah in today's terms, but back it, back then no one listened back to then it. no one listened to him but it, but but it gained traction people like, this is good because he's very unique voice and the features he had on it you know were, were I mean if you have Childish Gambino on a on a mixtape on SoundCloud I mean stuff like that's crazy. Um, and you know this album really made him a household name. You know, with 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 same drugs, summer friends, no problem. Remember that? I mean, that song was like everyone remembers no that song. No problem. It was so good, and it's oh, and in my opinion, this is his best album. 
Mm-hmm. And I do think the big day, I was disappointed. I, I was think we can also, I mean, like hot, hot shower is kind of funny, but a lot of the songs are TikTok songs, if I'm being honest. I, I just thought it was very, like, uplifting. You know? It was good, but it's not what I want. I, I wanted. It, it, it was not. I don't yeah. think it was what anybody wanted, but at the same time, I don't think he's going to abandon. Right. And that's kind of like right. mixtape feel that he has to his albums. Right. And I want to listen. I need to listen to it again. So. All right. But number two, we have Harry Styles, the album. That's a good one. I love this album. I have the utmost. Oh, my God. This album's beautiful. And it, it took me by surprise. I'm gonna be honest. Because I was like, you know, all like the One Direction and all. Yeah. He this album is so beautifully made, and it's it's impressive. It's dynamic, and it and it has sounds inspired by Pink Floyd and the Rolling Stones, and it's like it's timeless. I mean, songs like, you know, I mean, the ballad that Sign of the Times is. I mean, it's it's so good and. And I'm really excited because he just released a new song, Lights Up, and I'm really excited to see where that goes because it's kind of taken like a more like scandalous kind of thing. Yeah. It's a little more edgy. But this one, it's it's so good and it's natural. And uh, it's 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 a it's a full, just good 10-song album. It's it's timeless. It and is, then... It, like, it is very... It's gorgeous music. Oh, yeah. And oh, I, yeah. I feel bad for all the people that still see Harry Styles as One Direction. He's really not... Cause he is his own artist He is a now. talented yes. musician. He can... His vocal range is ridiculous and he can play piano and guitar. I mean, he's incredibly talented and songs like, you know, Two Ghosts and Meet Me in the Hallway and, and even Kiwi, like, goes hard. And, like, ever since New York and From the Dining Table and Woman, like, as I name every song on the album. But, yeah. like, <laughs> it's just... There's something about it and I love... I love his sound. Mm-hmm. Um... But number one is Blonde. Number one is Blonde. And so the issue the issues I had with this is like Blonde, the first thing, oh, favorite album? Blonde. First thing that comes to my mind. And then I, I re-listened to it today. Oh, did you change it? And it just, no. No, it's it's <laughs> still number one. No, like, and it's just like, I, for, I, I forget. Every time I listen to the album in full, it reminds me from when I very first heard that album. And I was like, oh my God. Like, it, like and it was just... And to me, like the album is an emotional roller coaster that words just can't describe. I mean, it's like it is so fine tuned mm-hmm. and just it's it it is perfect. And like the way that it starts off with like the distorted voice that he has in the beginning of Nike's, you know, it's all high pitched, and then it goes to like his incredible vocals on solo. Yeah, and it's just huge and, and dramatic. And then to my favorite, you know, musical rendition of like a memory and a feeling of self-control. Yeah. Like it's just, and then it goes into like, you know, the, the, the wavy soft sounds like white Ferrari and it's just, it's, it is so well made and I have a little bit of philosophy here. I feel like, you know, like we all like, Jeff, you like Frank Ocean? I've actually never listened to him that much. Oh my God. Okay. I want to, every time I kind of dive into it, I hear a couple songs that just don't hit me and then I get fair. Right. We can exchange albums. That would yeah, be good. exactly. But we like, can we can do that. I feel like the main appeal about Frank Ocean, I feel like the main attraction of him is is rooted in the fact that people like him for more because who he isn't than he really is. Yeah. Especially now, you know, he isn't loud. He doesn't flaunt things, and even when he does, he does it very subtly and within like the rare occasion that he raps. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, and, and, and he, he he's uh, he's inaccessible you know what i mean and it's he he takes breaks when he wants to and he releases stuff when he wants to 
and he does everything on his own time. And while I respect that, it is so frustrating. I just want to see him live. Exactly. And, and I want to see the man live. Go on tour. And what's frustrating is like he could literally be in my – I really do think this. I really do think he could be the artist that, that is just running everything right now. Because think about it. You, you drop one single. The internet loses its mind. Yeah. And in that single, you say – there's something in the lyrics of DHL. He says something to the, to the extent of this has been sitting in my computer for two years. And it's so frustrating because he knows. <laughs> he knows he has very good music. And he knows that. Away. And he knows that his fans are just like so close. And it's just, it is so frustrating. And I mean, I love him. I, I love his music and I love, I, I love that. And I love that he is who he is. Like while I see him hopefully one day going on a world tour, I could also see him living in a tree house and never speaking again. You know what I mean? Just yeah, like yeah. stupid stuff like that. And I just, oh, I love that man. He's so good. So good. And all right. Oh, I, all need right. A, I need a moment. Go ahead, Clay. What What is your number five? We're in songs. Number five song. Number five song. Yes. You're not gonna be able to guess this one. But Red Solo Cup by Toby. Oh my Toby God. Wow. Wow. I love that song what? so much. I don't know. Like, wow. After my monologue about. <laughs> ever since Ever since I first heard Red Solo Cup. I was like, oh, this song's awesome. It's pretty I good. Know, I don't know how to explain it in a way. It reminds me of being like a kid. Like just it reminds me of like being a kid and it's so catchy. And it I love Toby Keith. Oh yeah. I don't know. I've always enjoyed that song. And oh, yeah. again, I'm trying to go off of like most listened to, and that's one of the songs that's that I know so all funny. the words to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Not that it's like hard to learn all the words to. No, Red but Solo it's Cup a good it's it's just a fun it's, it's song. It's just yeah. a good song. I always I, I love Red Solo Cup. Great song. Okay. Number four. Um, Shine by Amine. Really? Yeah. I, like I, again, I'm going really off of like a lot of most. Yeah. Lessons. Amine is my number. What number? He, Amine is number eight for me in artists. I oh my gosh, love I, his music. If I had to put him on like my list, it would be. He wouldn't be top ten, but he'd be top twenty. I love Amine. Yeah. I love his his originality and his. He's very yellow, and like when I think of him, I think of the color yellow. He's got his yeah. bright and out there, and he's there, and I love that. That's a great song. And it's great music. Oh yeah. And that album 1.5, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like stuff like Doctor Whoever. Oh, and that first Dr. song. Whoever. That yeah. that that is what I think of when I think of Amina and, and Veggies and Spice Girl and Caroline. Those are just yeah great songs. Okay, number three, Self Care by Mac Miller. Okay, Again, speaks for itself. Speaks great for itself. song. Love the album. Oh yeah, I I could probably put all the songs on the album on my favorite songs list. But Literally. Again, I'm trying to go off most listens. Yeah, it's like me with John Mayer. <laughs> Self Care. Just a fantastic song. Um, a lot of people have 2009 off the album, mm-hmm. but really just fantastically composed music. Oh, yeah. In every single way, in every single song. It doesn't let up well, the entire album. And I love when rappers get out of just using just beats and mm-hmm. computers. Like when you have a full orchestra, yeah. there's nothing better. Yeah. All right. Number two, Best Part by Daniel Caesar. Really? Be- Featuring her. <laughs> Featuring her. Just beautiful Great music. Great song. Beautiful music. When I thought because I mean, John Mayer fans will know it's like the current mood, the um oh the Instagram yeah. live he does yeah he had Daniel Caesar on and they did like a little riff of like best part and it oh just natural talent mm-hmm. just raw unfiltered talent natural talent great lyrics. I, I used to itself. plan my Sunday nights around current mood exactly yeah, yeah. it's yeah. so good and when I saw him live like he did current mood from the like backstage wow it was very cool that's cool. You saw him when? 
This in, year? Yes, in that's right. July. I saw number one two years ago. No, that was okay. I. I just got my number one. Is that in my head? Oh no. Yeah. All right. What do you think it is? I'm gonna say your number one song is. Hold on. Is it by your number one artist? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say it is. The Spins by Mac Miller. No. Oh, I thought I had no, it. No, no, no. no okay. I'm sorry. It's Headlines by Drake. Oh, okay. I mentioned <laughs> it earlier. And Drake, and Drake was my number one artist. He was. I don't know why I thought Mac was. Well, I thought Mac was too. But now, <laughs> yeah, here's the It's Headlines? <laughs> headlines. Again, I know all the words to that song. It's a great song. It, <laughs> I don't, it, again, on the, like probably one of my most listened to. Always will. It's just a fantastic song. It's a great song. Yeah. So I, I feel like my songs is a lot, 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 lot more casual than right. my other list, but I feel like songs because that's gonna change in twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was too hard for songs. Albums and artists are different, but right. songs I have no idea for sure. how to pick favorites. Jeff, Jeff, uh, wow! I was just sitting here thinking I was wrong about how albums was hard. This is this is hard. This is hard. Yeah, I'm looking at my list and I'm thinking this isn't even like. There's this could go on. This could be right. endless. Yeah. This could be an endless list. I have twenty, but I'm man, name twenty. But yeah, okay. <laughs> I could just keep going forever. But I'm I'm gonna try. I'm just gonna keep it together and do this. My number five is actually a Shawn Mendes song. Is it Lost in Japan? No. Oh, I love that song. Really good song. <laughs> it's why. Why? 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 It's why? not. No one knows it. It's like I've never heard it. It's like three fourths down his Shawn Mendes <laughs> album. You were no one's listening. No mm-hmm. one, you know. Well, Shawn Mendes reminds me of John Mayer. Definitely, definitely. When when I actually found out that Shawn music, Shawn, Shawn Mendes' music was different than what I thought it was, mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, he's good. He's good." And I'm scared to say I like Shawn Mendes because people will make fun of me. A little guilty pleasure, <laughs> definitely. But I'm gonna go on number four with uh, one of the revivalist songs okay. called "Fade Away." Ooh. I can't even. It's just a good song. Just a good song. It's just a good vibe. I gotta listen to him because I want to. You, you, you should start. We'll with definitely have to share okay. everything. Yes, yes, we definitely will. Number three is. I'm just. I'm. I'm not trying to pick all the same songs from right. the same artists. So. I'm, this but is, it's your this favorite. But my favorite J Cole song. This is number three. Is Love Yours. Okay. It's classic. It is like the, the point of his 2014 Forest mm-hmm. album. Absolutely. It's like literally the point he's trying to make. Absolutely. You know, with all of his music and everything that he does. But Great song. Um, number two is going to be Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. Oh. Down there. I've actually always credited that as number one when people ask me. Oh. But I'm going so to push it down now. I'm going to okay. push it down. It's number two. That's a great song. Top one, Mac Miller, Small Worlds. It's your favorite. Just, really? Uh, That's a beautiful song. They're all just so, so on oh, the yeah. same level. But I'm going to pick Small Worlds because... Uh, John Mayer produced that. He did. He was one of yes. the producers, yeah. And during um, Mac Miller's like, Celebration yeah. of Life. And he played it. He played yes, it. I watched that video oh. all the time. Um, Small Worlds, it really just, it puts him into your perspective. Instead Absolutely. Of, instead of you yes, into his perspective. That is a great way of saying it. It puts him into, it makes you feel like he's just you. You know? That's a great way of saying I think, yeah. wow, I really just summed it up. Anyway, <laughs> Richard. Yeah. That, that gave great. me goosebumps. That was good. Um, so yeah, my top five songs. Number five is off of my favorite Drake album. More Life is my favorite Drake album, actually. So that's a hot take. Um, it's actually Since Way Back. Really? Yes, that's why I love that song. And it's like an emotional, like 
spill you out, spill out your heart type of like frustration in a song and he's like pleading with himself and like other people. I love that song so much. Mm -hmm. That's a great one. And then uh, number four is Feeling Whitney by Post Malone. It really is. Uh, Fantastic Feeling Whitney. And so I I love Post Malone, but I really love him when he goes into, into acoustic. Yeah. My, I've always thought this, Post Malone's lane is in acoustic music. He oh, needs to make an acoustic album. I didn't like the his last album. Hollywood's Bleeding is not good. You know what's a good song off Hollywood's Bleeding? What? Circles. Because it it's semi acoustic. You know what I mean? And it's like, it, yeah. And it, it's, I like St. Tropez too. So but say, like, when I saw him mm. live at Bill Street two, three years ago? Yeah. Whatever it was. Him playing Stay oh. live. Very talented musician. Definitely where his niche is, if I was going to say so. Exactly. And. I understand why he doesn't go there, but if he made an all acoustic album just about him being sad, I feel oh like it, my I god, I feel like it's coming. It, it has would to be come eventually. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but then, and it's 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 reaffirmed by things like Stay and Feeling Whitney and and I mean, so Stay was originally number four, but I listened to both of them. Mm-hmm. I can listen to Feeling Whitney like Feeling Feeling Whitney like I have to stop and like listen to that song. Yeah. And Stay, I can kind of function. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just such a beautiful song. And then uh, my number three is Two Ghosts by Harry Styles. Very good song. I love that song. And it's... Uh, oh, so it you mentioned earlier, Two Ghosts. I like Two Ghosts. Yeah. Kiwi. Kiwi's and good. And Sign of the Times, of course, right. off that album. Two Ghosts is so good. I mean, like, the way it's written and the imagery, and he puts you right there. And you can... It's a, it's it, it's it's relatable, and it's just... Oh, it's so good. I love that song so much. And, uh, like, all the... He, he he took like some some Pink Floyd lyrics from um, what was it? Wish you were here. And it's just it's just it's so well done. And then my number two song, all right, number two and number one. These kind of could both be number one. Interchangeable. Yeah. Okay. But I put it it's this okay way. Because, yeah. My number two song is "In Your Atmosphere" by John Mayer. You Ooh. always ask me to I, play that one, and I. I don't know that one. Love that song. It is so good. You and never asked me to play any other John Mayer <laughs> song. <laughs> it's the best song ever. And it's, it's a, it, there's only one recording of it. And it was his live performance at the Nokia Theater in Los Angeles. Yep. And it's the best live performance of a song I've ever heard. And it's coupled with this amazing ending interlude of his guitar and like some high pitched, like some who's some it's, it's like humming. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's so pretty. And it's just, it's so beautiful. That's, oh, I that, love that song. That album, oh, I should have put it on my top five. The live instead one? Instead of, probably instead of continuing. It's so hard. I've it, probably look, yeah. listened look, to that There's more so than many things. We understand. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, that's song. I love that. In Your Atmosphere, Anytime, Anywhere. Again, make a song that makes you just kind of stop and just listen. It's <laughs> so good. But my number one song, do, do you have a guess? No, just tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. It's no Self-Control. Idea. It's self control by Frank Ocean. Oh. That is my favorite song. It, I said it before. It's it's the best musical like rendition of a memory or a feeling I've ever heard. And hearing there's a live version of it on SoundCloud when he played one of his two live performances. It was in Panorama Fest in New York. The live performance. He draws it out for like seven eight minutes. Oh my god! It yeah. is so pretty. Really, just amazing that's my number stuff. one. That's my number one. I feel like we have a pretty good. Well, we probably have like somewhere with the same taste. I think we actually had like a full out 
twenty person list. Oh, my list. We'd really be able yeah. to see right. who, like who our favorites like, are. Like I yeah, so like honorable mention time. We Definitely. Do, yeah. Some of my honorable mentions. Let's just toss them up. Let's yeah, just toss them up. Let's do artists. So my some of my honorable mentions, uh Alicia Keys. I love mm-hmm. Alicia Keys. Love Alicia Keys. Um I got Anderson Pack. Yeah. Love Anderson mm-hmm. Pack. His vibe. His vibe and just his whole energy yeah, is yeah, just yeah, the energy he puts into oh, yeah. his music. Fantastic. But you, Jeff? Mm. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. I'm definitely yeah. the big Ed Sheeran love fan. Ed Sheeran. I just, he's not up there with everyone right. else, though, in my opinion. And, like, also, like, I love Brock Hampton. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Kanye's up there. I mean, I love Kanye. And it's like ASAP and, and Lorian Hill. I have Playboy Cardi on here. Okay. Which is, I mean, I, I, I hey, get back and forth. But I'll put, I'll throw Little Yachty on there. Yeah. He, um, Alabama Shakes. Love Alabama mm-hmm, Shakes. Yes. Um, who else? I, I, I love John Mayer. I, I didn't, he wasn't on my top five, obviously, but I do love John Mayer. Right. Um, who else can we throw out? Because I really do try to get like my whole, mm-hmm. I get, I, I want to get out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Oh, no. I yeah. definitely have a Magic City Hippies. Excuse me? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a very funny name, but they're a band from Miami. Oh, they're kind of like the revivalist. Do they have like a Latin in, in, sound? In the fact that they're not that popular, but their music's okay. good. I like it. Do they have like a Latin sound? No, they oh. don't have a Latin sound. They're <laughs> they're a very groovy band. Okay, just groove, all that groove, every song. And yeah, that's all I had to say about that. Okay. Yeah. But in terms of like songs, like I got a bunch of Tyler songs. I didn't like. Uh, a boy is a gun, and uh, where this flower blooms, Flower Boy, that whole album. Yeah. Is just. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Is that Ooh, one? Yeah, 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 when it comes yeah, yeah. to rock, they're yeah, definitely a good honorable mention. Um, honorable mention. I've been listening to this album called uh, "Chasing Summer" by Sir. Sir. Yes. How do you spell S- that? S I R. S I R. The okay. S is capitalized and the R is capitalized. Oh, okay. Yeah, but got song on, songs on there with like Smino, Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Really good. I'm I'm enjoying it. What, what have What have you been listening to lately? That album that I just mentioned, Sir. Um, I've been going back through Smino a lot. Mm-hmm. I was listening to his noir album. What else? I guess for me, I've been listening to some St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Okay. Throw it in there. Um, what else? For me, I've been listening to a lot of DaBaby. He's hot right now. DaBaby is, uh, DaBaby's good. He's so good. And then we'd switch up his flow every, you know? Yeah. But it's just still DaBaby. And for stuff I'm excited for. Kanye's album comes out in a matter of hours. No, it's not. I do think it's gonna come out. There's like an IMAX like coupling with it, and I do think it's gonna come out. I don't care what he sells with it. It's not coming out. You don't think it's gonna come out? I mean, it probably will. But <laughs> right, I, I still want the amount um, of times he said, "Oh, it's dropping this time." What did uh? What was the last time it didn't come out? Yandi. Yeah, Yandi. We've been waiting on Yandi to drop yes. for a minute. A minute. And I do what like things I want new. I want, I'm ready for that Rex Orange County album. I'm so ready. I want new Drake, because Drake too. had a really good year. Scorpions are a great album, mm-hmm. and the whole. I mean, he he had a good year. I'm I, sure it's coming. I want new Drake. I want I, I want a Drake and Travis Scott album. I want like how he did with Future. <laughs> yeah. I want a Drake and Travis Scott album. I want, but I think I I want I want an R and B Drake because I want to come think of it. I love like nonstop and mob ties and headlines and like all those just absolute bangers. But like, girls need love, and guidance, and uh, uh, get it together. Still bang Georgia interlude, passion fruit. <laughs> it's just do not disturb. It's, oh god, it's so good. There's so much that we can put it. We can be talking for hours. Oh yeah, just scrolling through our. Oh yeah, just so. 
I have one more that I really like. One of my all times that I didn't mention. Who is it? Do y'all listen to Logic? I okay. I like old Logic. Like very old, old yeah, Logic. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Old Logic. Old Logic's better for yes. sure. Because like uh, under pressure. Definitely. That, have you ever heard Driving Miss Daisy? No. Okay. It's you like, need to go listen. It's like Childish Gambino pressure. and Logic. Okay. Because I was like big into Logic in high school. Yeah. I don't like him anymore. Yeah. He's he's cringy. Oh, he, definitely. I especially on social media. Yeah, it's so bad. so bad. And his concerts are cringy. Yeah. Yeah, they are. But I listened to Under Pressure. I remember listening to that. But yep. I never really got big into like newer logic. Like I'd listened to like all of everything is put out, like including like Incredible True Story. Like that was a good album. I do like that album. Like it was kinda cool. But it's just not I just logic new logic's way It's too not good. good. It's not good. And it's really cringy. Getting like I don't yeah, know. Right. Because the Incredible True Story, like he's a very technical rapper, which is like like some, I don't know. It, it's. I was a big fan in high school, but not anymore. I, I just, I was, I never really latched onto it that right. hard. I, under pressure is good, but even I don't the, even know there's how even an artist can make his music so cringy. Exactly, but he, but he does. I don't. And there's even there's even songs in under pressure that I hate. Like what? Exactly. <laughs> I can't. That was just like. I don't know. Like he kind of like it's always kind of been in him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But driving Miss Daisy with Childish Gambino okay. and Logic. That's actually like go that's listen. a good. I, I I would listen to that right yeah. now. That's a good song. I'll listen right now. <laughs> Start playing. All right. Well, but it's this yeah. has been this has been our music episode. It has. If you like this, please like and leave a review. You can listen to us on anywhere a podcast. I definitely is will. Show. And make Thank sure you're tuning you. in for next episode. And we have all of our top five artists come and we 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 interview them. Yes. And they give a live performance. Yep. Frank Ocean's going to be yes. here. John Mayer, Drake. Yep. They're all going to be here. God, I can't wait for that. Could you imagine? That'd be great. I feel like that's the type of thing Frank Ocean would do, though. Show up at the E-Center? Show up at a Mississippi State student-run podcast. Hi, we have Frank Ocean. <laughs> I would I would cry. Yeah, we're gonna use a random question generator. Yeah, really. We got <laughs> <laughs> um, this is from the University of Washington. Yeah, really. <laughs> Frank, um, what are you good at? <laughs> Can you juggle? Because we've had someone juggle. If you can't juggle, we're gonna have to ask you to leave. Basically. God, I love that man. All right. Thank you so much for listening.